The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. nature and ability are mine as I reign in life cause he lives in me I believe in my heart Jesus Christ is the Son of God I believe he was raised from the dead to justify me I confess Him as my Lord, physician and King And in Him I live and I move and I have my being In Him I live and move and have my being I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I cannot be conquered, I'm a stranger to defeat. And by His riches and glory, He supplies my need. I believe in my heart Jesus Christ is the Son of God I believe He was raised from the dead To justify me I confess Him as my Lord, physician and King And in Him I live and I move and I have my In Him I live and move and have my being What a vast storehouse of power in Christ my King In Christ my Savior and Lord I have life today And strength for impossible tasks that come my way I believe in my heart Jesus Christ is the Son of God I believe He was raised from the dead to justify 
Hello, this is David Ingalls. You're listening to the Hour of Anointing. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. You know, being in Christ makes you a new creature or a new creation. The literal Greek text says a new species of being which never existed before. So being a new creature, we are in Christ, we are in him. I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Wherefore, remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope, and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus ye who sometimes were afar off are made nigh or near by the blood of Christ." When you were made uh, a new being, in other words, when you made Jesus Lord of your life, you became a new creation. You were created in Christ Jesus. You were given an inheritance. And now you are in Christ Jesus, and you are born of God. And you are a complete and total individual. There's never been and never will be another person just exactly like you. When you receive Jesus as your Lord, God brought you into existence by his creative power. You were born of the Spirit of God. A seed was sown in your heart, the incorruptible seed of God's word, and you were placed in Christ Jesus. You need to know and understand the reality of being in Christ. It's an outstanding revelation from God's word that will affect your thinking, it'll affect your believing, your actions, and your speech. The Apostle Paul prayed that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened to know the glory of our inheritance in the saints and the exceeding greatness of God's power toward us who believe. The exceeding greatness of his power. What does his power mean to the believer? We're going to read Ephesians 1, verses 20 through 23, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion, And every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And hath put all things under his feet, and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. The body of Christ is the fullness of him. He is not full and complete without you, and you're not full and complete without him. 
Colossians 1 and verses 21 through 23 says, And you hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight if you continue in the faith grounded and settled and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you have heard. So don't be moved away from the gospel. I should underline that. Uh, if I could do that uh, in your mind, I'd do that immediately. Don't be moved away from the gospel. Keep yourself exposed to the gospel. Don't be moved away from the things that God's word is telling you. Don't think, well, that couldn't be for me. Don't allow the devil or anyone else to move you away from the word, from the inheritance that rightfully it belongs to you in Christ Jesus. When the word of God says that you are holy, you are unblameable and unreprovable in the sight of God, then just receive it and believe it. We see from God's word that in him you are holy and without blame before God. Philippians 2.15 says that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. We shine as lights. Where do we shine as lights? In the world. You are in the body of Christ here on earth. If you're in his body, then you're in him. And in him you live and move and you have your being. You are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. In the eyes of God, you're holy, you're blameless, because that's how he made you. Beyond reproach, without rebuke, you, as a believing one, are to hold forth the word of life in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. If you have a working revelation of your redemption in Christ Jesus, there is not one prayer that needs to go unanswered or any need that has to go unmet. So we pray the prayer. Open the eyes of our understanding that we might know the height, the depth, the length and breadth, Father, of your love and power toward me and all the saints in light. Grant to me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. When we see that our inheritance contains this complete redemption from the curse of the law, we'll want to close the door to Satan and to the things of this world. We are redeemed from the curse, so we're not going to allow it to operate in our affairs. So we're not going to be moved away from the gospel, no. We need to be listening to gospel broadcasts. We need to be listening to teaching tapes. We need to be in the local church at the appointed times. Prayer night, Bible study time, uh, special service times, uh, working, putting our hand to something, staying in the services, Sunday morning, all of those times. Don't be moved away from the glad message. Isaiah 54, 17 says, No weapon that is formed against you can prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment shall be shown to be in the wrong. This is the heritage of the servants, the children of God, and our righteousness, the Bible says, is of him. The Lord said that. Our righteousness is of the Lord, and we need to see ourselves in him. See yourself the way the word of God says you are, not how you're going to be. It says you are right now. John said, Beloved, now are we the sons of God? And uh, then Paul wrote in Galatians 4, Wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. We're not going to be moved away from the things the word is telling us. No, we're not going to think this couldn't be for me. No, we're not going to allow the devil or anyone else to move us away from listening to, walking in, um, 
chewing the cud, as it were, over the word. That's what you call meditation, chew the cud. As a, as a cow would chew the cud, that means she eats the grass, and then she regurgitates it back up and, and chews it again to, to make it, to get all the nutrients out. And that's what meditating the word means. I mean, we hear it, then we bring it back up in our remembrance, we think on it, and we say it softly with our voice, or we may sing it out, we may uh, just speak it out or, or, or quote it. And so we're not going to be moved away from the glad message. And what is the glad message? In him we live and move and have our being. We're new creatures in Christ, and with joy we sing. His life, his love, his nature and ability are ours as we reign in life because he lives in me, he lives in thee. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for radio time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.